Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hello there and welcome to episode 155 of the podcast. This is going to be a slightly different episode today. I'm celebrating 10 years in business. Can you believe that? 10 years of Alan Williams Coaching, AWC. How did that happen? Time just goes in the blink of an eye, guys. It is unbelievable how quickly it goes. It feels like, oh man, like it's. I just cannot even express how much it does not feel like 10 years feels like just it's gone by so so quickly and that is the way life goes I guess you got to stop and you got to appreciate it as well and that's sometimes sometimes something that I can be guilty of actually not doing enough of I'm so growth orientated I'm so on the move all the time I'm constantly pushing sometimes I actually forget to just stop and enjoy life and acknowledge what I have achieved as well I guess and today I wanted to share with you guys 10 lessons from the last 10 years there are always things that I can take away that I can hopefully bring to you guys that you will be able to use yourself because I'll be speaking obviously in terms of business lessons but there are going to be a lot of lessons here that are very relatable for you as well if you're on a weight loss journey if you're trying to get in shape it's the same concepts it's the same principles I think that's what you see in life and especially when you're on a business journey because business is the greatest personal development journey you will ever go on it just tests you so much you're challenged all the time you have to adapt you have to change your way of thinking you have to find solutions and then when you are in that frame of mind you start to realize that when I take these principles and apply them to others of my life I get extraordinary results in other areas of life as well so this is why I feel like going on the journey that I've been on has changed me as a person. It has changed my identity. It has changed who I am. If you speak to people that knew me 10 years ago, a lot of them I would guess would probably tell you I've changed a lot. Like the core values, the core principles, treat people well, be a nice person, those are all still there. But I have grown a lot as a person. I have changed a lot in terms of just the confidence and belief that I have in myself that I definitely never had in the past. The resilience that I've got now, never had in the past. A lot has changed. A lot has changed. If I sit and self-reflect, so much has changed over the last 10 years. So I want to just quickly run through 10 lessons that I have taken from the last 10 years that hopefully might resonate with you and might help you in some way. Number one is you never fail unless you quit. You never fail unless you quit. And there are going to be so many times that you feel like quitting. There are going to be so many times when it feels too much for you. When it's weighing down on your shoulders, it feels heavy. There's going to be times you just feel like you're not capable of coping with it. There's going to be times you lack the belief in yourself and your ability to cope with it. I can tell you guys the amount of times I've been close to quitting. It has happened a lot, but never to the point where I would actually go, okay, I've had enough because I know I have to keep going. I know I have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. There have been times I have had sleepless nights. There have been times I've cried more than once. There have been times I've just been so frustrated. There have been times I've felt like I'm on the edge. There have been times I felt like, is this all even worth it? But when you quit, that's the only time you've actually failed. And this is the motto I try to keep going with. If I quit now, then I've truly failed. Everything else is temporary. Any failure up to this is only temporary, it's only a setback. But if I quit, that's what makes it permanent. So I have to keep going, I have to keep pushing forward. You never fail unless you quit. Can't even tell you guys the amount of setbacks that I've had over the last 10 years. I've been punched in the stomach so many times. Happens, still happens on a regular basis. Just when you think things are going well, there's always going to be something else and that's life. And it's going to be the same if you're trying to get in shape. You're going to have so many times when you doubt the process. You're going to have so many times when you doubt yourself. You're going to have so many times when you mess up. You're going to have so many times when you don't even believe that it's going to work for you. You don't even believe that you're going to get the outcome. You're going to have so much doubt in your mind. And you're going to have so much doubt in your own ability at times. 
but you have to keep going. You have to keep going because if you take a long-term view, it'll come back around. The good times will come back. The bad times will only stay if you quit and you make that decision permanent that I'm quitting. You never fail unless you quit. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two, most people won't get you and that's okay. Most people won't get you. So I'm probably speaking to myself here when I say this, most people won't get you. For a lot of my life, I felt like an outlier. I felt like a bit of an outcast at times. That has changed in recent years, but more so in that it's probably in a different way. I think in the past, I struggled to fit in and I judged myself for that. When I was a child, when I was a teenager, I even like college, I was never your typical student. I was never the one that just fitted in with all the societal norms, the drinking, the partying, all of the things that most people enjoy. I have never really fitted in with for most of my life. And my perspective on all of this has changed. I think back then I felt like I had to fit in. I felt like I had to change me to fit in. And a great a great thing I took from Dr. Brenner Brown, anybody who's read Dr. Brenner Brown, she says, fitting in is changing who you are. Belonging is being accepted for who you are. It's a totally different thing, isn't it? And I feel like over the last few years, people won't get me and that's okay with me. But I think now people accept me a lot more and I feel like people probably respect me a lot more because they can see that I'm true to my values and they can see that when I say people don't get me, I come in it more from the perspective of the growth that I've had. And in some ways I feel like I've outgrown a lot of people. And I don't mean that from a judgmental perspective. And I don't mean to pedestal myself with that. That's not what I'm trying to do. I just feel that the growth I've had as a person and in business has meant that I view the world differently. It means that I am very, very focused on what moves me forward, what moves my life forward, what moves the life of my family forward, what actually matters in this world. And when I say most people won't get me, that's what I'm speaking about. They don't get why I'm so passionate about what I do. They don't get why I have to put so much time into my business, why it matters so much to me. They don't get why I'm so passionate about health because I've got a very singular focus in a lot of ways. I'm very single-minded. If something matters to me, I will go after it and I'll go after it with all my heart and soul. And I don't have time for sitting around gossiping and I don't have time for the stuff that most people do, which is like watching EastEnders and Coronation Street or like surfing through social media and getting involved in debates that they have zero control over. I don't do that because that doesn't matter to me. It literally does not matter to me. All of the stuff that's going on in the world, I don't invest energy in it because I can't change it. All of the stuff that you see in the news that people get themselves so worked up about, the government, the war, COVID, I don't invest energy in it because I can't change it. It's not that it doesn't matter, but I can't change it. So it's not good use of my energy. So when I say people don't get me, I think it's that because they want to have these big conversations and debates about what they see in the news and what they see on social media. And I don't want to have those conversations and debates because it doesn't interest me because it's it's not something I can change. And I think that's where my perspective is a little bit different. I go, what can I control? How can I make my life better? Not like what's going on in somebody else's life. I find it really sad when people invest more energy into the lives of somebody on EastEnders than they do into their own life. I find that really, really sad. You know, like, why not focus on bettering yourself, on improving yourself? That's what I mean when I say people won't get you. 
when I speak to myself, I do feel like it is that. I feel like there are a lot of people out there that don't get me. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. I'm absolutely A1 with that because I'm comfortable in myself and with who I am and what I do. And that's that's the most important thing for me. And I know the mission I'm on and the purpose I'm on. And I know that that is positively impacting the world around me, my world, not the world, my world, the people closest to me, my clients, my family, my friends. So if most people don't get you, that's okay. That's lesson number two. Lesson number three, to do extraordinary, you have to be extraordinary. And this is kind of related to the previous one. If you want to achieve anything extraordinary in life, you have to stand out from the crowd. And when you stand out from the crowd, you're going to experience resistance. Always. People don't like people who stand out from the crowd. So that is going to happen. You're going to find that people will question what you're doing. People will people will try and shame you for it at times. People will wonder, are you mad in the head? People will highlight what you're doing because it doesn't fit comfortably with them. And it's simply just because you're different and you're doing something different and you're thinking differently. But that's okay because if you think about the people who've achieved the most in life, they have had the courage to stand out and do things differently. If you think about the great entrepreneurs of the world, if you think about Bill Gates, Elon Musk, any of these people, do they just step into line with the rest of society? <coughs> Excuse me. No, they don't. And there will be a lot of people that don't like them for that. And that's absolutely okay as well. But you have to understand that to do extraordinary, you have to be extraordinary. And if you want to get into incredible shape, the people around you are going to fight that at times as well. And sometimes it's because you're highlighting something in them that they don't like. And they tell you, oh, you don't need to do that or what are you doing that for? Or they'll mock you for doing it or they'll try and tempt you away from it. Simply because you're better than yourself. And maybe they're not. And that sometimes doesn't sit well with people. So if you want to do extraordinary, you have to be extraordinary. And you have to accept that criticism is probably going to come with that at times as well. And people making you feel bad about yourself is going to come with that as well. But you have to stay aligned with what the path is and what the vision is and know that you're on a bigger mission. And taking the opinions of people who are not better in themselves or who are not in a position that you want to be, taking their opinions and advice as gospel is probably not the best idea. So carefully filter who you take advice from. Have they done what you want to do? Are they somebody you respect and admire? And if the answers to those questions are no, their opinion doesn't matter that much, guys, to be honest. Number four. The only person who has to believe is you. And that was one that I've definitely had to embody that a lot. I've had to embody that a lot over the last 10 years. I feel like from the get-go, a lot of people have doubted me. But I use that as dark fuel, as dark motivation. And again, this is not me calling people out, by the way. I just knew, like even from day one, I knew people were talking about me. When I decided I was going to set up my business... I had people that, even in my old job, I know one person specifically said something to me that has stuck with me even 10 years on. When I said I was finishing that job and I was going my own way, and this person tried to, tried to, I suppose, make me doubt myself and tried to convince me that I wasn't capable of doing it without them and therefore I should stay where I was. And what that person said to me was, Alan, could you survive on 500 euros a month? And at that stage, I wasn't that confident in myself. I didn't have that much belief in myself. And that person knew the buttons to press. And that was taking advantage of the fact that I 
was a yes man. I had no confidence. I had no self-belief. I was very shy. I was very introverted. I was never going to say anything back. And probably again trying to manipulate me. And at that time, as I said, I, I took it to heart probably initially. And it did have the desired effect. It created a little bit of self-doubt because I'd handed him a notice already at this stage. But I changed that very, very quickly. I changed that from self-doubt to fuck you, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I used that for probably, I'd say three or four years. I used that, I'm going to prove you wrong. And every step of the way, I enjoyed being able to put those little wins on social media and see that that person was seeing them. And that person went very, very quiet. That person went very quiet. And there was one or two others like that as well that stuff was said and people tried to make things difficult for me and people tried to put obstacles in my way. And I just used it as fuel. I used it as dark motivation because sometimes that's what you have to do. That's the best thing you can do. And over time that changes. Like, yeah, for a while it does fuel you. But I think if you get too focused on that, it can eat you up. And you don't want to become somebody who's bitter either. So my thing was, I'm going to prove these people wrong. I'm going to shove it to them. And that was the motivation in the early days. And now I couldn't care less about them. I couldn't care less about them. I love that they're still stalking my social media and they never engage with anything. But um, I love that because I love I love them to see, you know what, the the good work won out in the end. You know, you can't you can't try to put people down like that. You can't try and manipulate people like that. You can't try and, you know, bully people to an extent, you know. So um yeah, that was that was that was the early days and then it became about the motivation was I want to help as many people as I can, I want to change as many lives as I can, I want to do this for me, I want to do this for my family, I want to do this for the people that are important to me. So yeah, like I think you can use stuff like that as dark motivation, but it changes as you go on. But I come back to it again, the the point that the lesson number four was the only person who has to believe is you. Even from the perspective, and I don't mean this in a negative way because like there was some negativity in that regard, those people I wanted to prove wrong, but the vast majority of people at that time actually were telling me not to set up my own business. And like that was even people that were very close to me. That was people that cared about me and people that were looking out for me. And this is not from a negative perspective at all, because I know, like there, as I say, there are some opinions that you do take on board and there are others that you, maybe you shouldn't. The ones that I would always take on board are people that I know that genuinely care about me and that want the best for me. So like even my parents had said to me, you probably shouldn't leave this job because like the, the country was in recession and whatnot at the time. Um, but I I had this belief in myself as time went on that I was going to make it work and it was it took time to grow that but for many many parts of my journey and especially in those early days I felt like the only person that believed in it was me like there was literally a handful of people I could probably tell you maybe two people that encouraged me to go for it everybody else said no you're mad in the head so this is why I say the only person who has to believe is you and you don't have to justify it. You don't have to try and prove to other people that you can do it or you can make it work. You just have to believe in it yourself because if you have this over overwhelming belief that you can do it and you are better than people think you are and you are better maybe even than you thought yourself in the past that you were. You know, maybe in the past you thought, I can't do this, I definitely can't. I'm not the sort of person who can do that. But sometimes when your back is against the wall, that's when you'll do your best work. And this is why you sometimes have to block out the opinions of others and block out the negativity and block out the people that tell you you can't do it. Because the only person who really, really, truly has to believe it is you. 
if it's your business that's grown, you as the founder have to have that belief. You have to believe that you're going to make it happen. If it's you that's trying to lose weight, you as the person that's trying to lose weight has to believe that you're going to do it. That internal belief has got to be there. Doesn't matter what everybody on the outside thinks. The external world doesn't matter in this. The only person who has to believe is you. Number five, if you're not prepared to make sacrifices, it's not for you. Because there are going to have to be a lot of sacrifices made, guys. If you want to achieve anything extraordinary in life, be that 10 years in business, be that growing a six-figure business, be that losing weight, whatever. If you want to achieve anything extraordinary in life, you will have to make sacrifices along the way. One of the biggest things I see is, over the years, people have said to me, you're absolutely killing it. It's amazing what you're doing. And they have absolutely no idea. They have absolutely no idea how much has work, how much work has gone in behind the scenes. They have no idea how many sacrifices have been made. They have no idea about the sleepless nights. They have no idea about the days where you're almost at rock bottom and you're feeling just like, oh, the world has beaten you up and spat you out. They have no idea. Like people have this thing that they see on social media and you're doing amazingly well and they think it's like this overnight success story and it comes so easily to you. Guys, I went years without having a personal life. Like I put heart and soul and everything into building the business and getting my coaching business to where I wanted it to be and sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice and the loneliness at times has been absolutely horrendous like those are the sacrifices that sometimes you have to make to follow your path and to achieve the thing that you set out to do it's not easy if it was easy everybody would do it you have to be willing to make sacrifices I see too many people that want to lose weight, but they're not willing to do the work. They want the result, but they don't want the work. They want a 10 result, but they want three out of work, three out of three work, right? The sacrifices you make will be in alignment with the results you get. It's on you. How much work are you prepared to do for it? Because that's going to dictate your outcomes. Like, are you willing to make those sacrifices? And if you're not, that's okay. That's okay. But don't complain about the results you don't get. You can go one way or the other. You can say, I'm not willing to make the sacrifices. Nobody's a problem with that. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. What we do have a problem with is you saying, I'm not willing to make the sacrifices, but I'm still going to complain about not moving myself forward. Going to be very frank here, guys. If you were sitting around on the couch, eating pizza, watching three hours of soaps in the evening and complaining about your body, I've got no sympathy for you. Because that's on you. You need to step up. I'm sorry if that sounds blunt, but you need to step up. If you are not willing to make sacrifices, do not complain. Do not complain. It's a trade-off. Again, I have no problem with it. If you don't want to make the work, do the work, don't want to make sacrifices, that is absolutely fair enough. It is everybody's right to do that. But just don't sit around complaining about the results you're not getting for the work that you didn't do. Number six, you're not responsible for other people's behaviours. I've had to remind myself a lot of that one over the years. And it was one I struggled to get a grasp on actually for many years. I used to take it so personally. If people came into the coaching program and they didn't do well, I used to just take it so badly. I used to take it to heart. And at times I still do. At times I still do. And I have to catch myself and I have to remind myself, I cannot control people's behaviours. They have to step up and take responsibility for themselves. You are responsible for yourself. You are the CEO of your own life. And when you start to get into that mindset, your whole life changes. Because when you're the CEO, that means that you're responsible for everything. That means that you hold yourself to the highest of standards because the book stops with you. If you realise that, you know what, 
This is 100% on me. My decisions, my actions, my behaviours determine my outcomes. It's when you stop and you start pointing the finger at everybody else that your life will stay stuck. You will stay stuck. You will still be spinning your wheels on this weight loss stuff in 10 years time. Building a business the exact same. You are the CEO of your own life. When you take responsibility, everything improves. As the CEO of my business, I'm responsible for everything. And that means that I'm looking to make sure that the standards are kept high. Even among my staff, it's the same thing. I'm making sure that things are getting done. I'm making sure that the standards are high because ultimately it will come back on me anyway. And that's how you need to treat your your own journey. If you're trying to lose weight, you are responsible. You're responsible for your behaviours, your actions. I am not. I'm your coach. I'm not responsible for how you behave. And that is something that I really, really had to take time to get my head around because unfortunately there are people in the world who are victims there are people in the world who will not take responsibility and they will turn and blame you because they didn't want to do the work or they just didn't do the work and it's easier to point the finger at you and go well you know what i've paid you money i paid you money for a result no you didn't you paid money to you paid me money to coach you if you decided you weren't going to do the work that's on you and I will say as well, this is a very small percentage of people, to be fair. Most people come in and they do amazingly well and they do lean into it. But I have had people over the years who literally did not do the work for whatever reason. Maybe they thought it was going to be easier. Maybe they came in and after a couple of weeks decided, you know what, I've just realised I don't want to do it. I'm not ready to change. But they're not willing to admit that to themselves. So it's easier to go, you know what, your coaching is crap. The programme's crap. Everything is crap. It's much, much easier to throw mud than it is to look in the mirror and go, did I lean in? Did I do everything I was meant to do? Because ultimately I look at it and I go, well, we have had hundreds, if not thousands of success stories. And if one or two people come in and they don't do as well, well, they had the same tools, the same resources. They had the exact same everything available to them as the 98% of people who are absolutely crushing it. So what's the difference? Well, the difference is obviously that person. And I've, I've, I've really had to really work on myself with this over the years because I used to just emotionally invest so much in every single client that came in. And I've learned over the years I have to, I have to stand back a little bit and not be so emotionally involved because it makes me volatile. If I'm emotionally involved in how each client does, it's harder for me to, I suppose, just be able to stand back and be able to look at it a bit more coldly. And look at what does this person need. And it's the same if you think about even yourself. If you've tried losing weight in the past. And maybe you're thinking well my partner maybe will be accountable to each other. That person is too close to you. Like they're too emotionally involved. And therefore they cannot be objective about it. And they cannot maybe give you the feedback you need. So normally friends, family are not a great idea in terms of creating accountability. And this is why I'm saying as a coach I had to learn don't be too emotionally involved. Because I also don't want to get into that situation where... I'm feeling like I'm emotionally invested in their outcomes and their results when actually what I need to do is look at the process and guide them and give them feedback on that and then that they are ultimately owning that themselves. So you're not responsible for other people's behaviours. Number seven, you can't budget your way to success. You can't budget your way to success. Hands up if you are following every fitness instructor on social media, every influencer, every coach. And you're doing nothing with it. You're trying to pick up little bits of information on the cheap. And thinking I'll figure this out myself. And I'll do it myself. But you've been doing that for the last five years. And you're no further on. Give me a show of hands guys. And be honest. Because look this is the thing folks. You have to have to recognise. 
what you see on social media is marketing. Everybody out there, including myself, is giving out bits of information and bits of advice. And that's as much as we can possibly do because there's such a broad picture here in terms of weight loss. Like it's not a quick give me this one word thing that I can do and fix it. Everybody seems to think there's some very, very short little thing that they should get that's like a magic fix and away they go and they'll put it together. The reality of it is there are a million and one different bits and pieces and how long is a piece of string. So if you think you're going to just pick up bits off the internet and you're going to get incredible results, here's what it is. It's like me giving you the letters of the alphabet. So you're collecting all the letters of the alphabet. And I'm saying to you, I want you to write a book from that. But you don't know even how to construct a sentence. You don't know what what way to put these letters together to form a word. So if you've got all the letters, but you can't actually make a sentence from it. Like you've got everything you need. You've picked up all the bits and pieces. You've got A to Z. You have all the letters, but you don't know what order to put them in. You don't know how to bring it all together. How are you going to write a book? That's what a lot of you are trying to do with your weight loss. You're trying to do it on the cheap. You're trying to pick up little bits of information here and there. Um, and, and even budget options that just aren't moving you forward. And you've been doing it for 10 years and you're paying your tenner a week and you're still no further on. So again, I'm speaking from experience here. I'm speaking to myself. I, for many years in business, I tried to figure it out. And I was struggling to make ends meet for so long. Like really just putting so much energy in and so much effort in and making the sacrifices but still not getting the results I wanted because the know-how wasn't there I didn't have a business background as such I was a coach I didn't really know how to run a business so I paid for mentoring and I've paid so much in the last two years I've paid almost 50 grand for my own education and again like people will say around coaching oh it's expensive or whatever guys hand on heart I've spent six figures in the last 10 years on actually educating myself so that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for, like people think, oh, you just give me a food plan or whatever. That shouldn't cost much. Guys, it's not about that. You're paying for education. You're paying for experience. You're paying for shortcuts. Like we can fast track you. And it's the same when I take on a business mentor. It's the exact same thing. They'll fast track you because they have the experience and the know-how. And I've got in shape with a coach and without a coach. And I can tell you, like there's no prizes for guessing which one I got in shape with quicker and which one got me better results. So you can't budget your way to success, guys. At some point you have to bite the bullet and you have to go, you know what, I just need to invest. I just need to go and do it. And again, like... I could sit here and go around the houses and be walking on eggshells around you guys and tell you, oh, it's okay, try a little bit harder next week. But you've been trying a little bit harder for the last five years. So, you know, maybe something has to change. Number eight, not everyone will like you. Not everyone will like you. And that's something that, again, I've had to get my head around. And I found that difficult because, not that I need to be liked as such, but I have always struggled with confrontation. And I've always struggled with conflict. And that's where it's it's not, I think that I need everyone to like me, but when people criticize me or when I get some messages or DMs or comments on social media, that was really, really difficult to deal with. It still can be at times. I've become a bit more okay with it, but it still can be. And I suppose what I have really come to learn is you're going to divide opinion. And if you weren't dividing opinion, You'd be doing something wrong. You'd be you'd be vanilla. You wouldn't be standing up for what you actually believe in. You wouldn't be as a business owner. You wouldn't be attracting the people that you want because ultimately your vibe attracts your tribe. So that means that if I'm giving off a certain vibe, I'm going to attract people that are probably like minded people that are similar to myself, and that means my vibe is also going to repel other people. And that is 
absolutely a good thing because you really wouldn't want those within your program anyway. If it was somebody that is completely misaligned to you and somebody that you don't necessarily like the values, you don't necessarily get on with, they're probably not going to be somebody you really want to work with. I suppose the problem arises when those people decide they're going to leave shitty comments. But like you have to accept, I guess, that when you do put yourself out there, not everyone is going to like you. And that's human nature. You're always going to have people that you just rub up the wrong way. You just, you just don't get on. You don't like each other. And it's, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. I suppose what happens is when you grow a business, that's amplified because now more people know you. And I even look at the numbers now, like Facebook, I think there's about 7,000 followers. Instagram's heading to 7,500. The podcast has had almost 17,000 downloads at this stage. So you have to be aware, I guess, that more people know who you are now. And in the past, when you say not everyone will like you, that was okay because your circles are much smaller. So there was less chance of... um, of those people finding you if you like whereas now you put yourself out there in the public eye you're going to get people who you don't even know that have decided that they don't like you and that are going to talk shit about you and that are going to leave comments are going to send you a dm and like to be honest most of them are doing nothing with their own life and that's what i've had to kind of come around to to realize is any time that i have got comments left on my social media and like internet trolls and whatever if i click on their page very very often there won't be a picture of themselves there'll be a car or there'll be i don't know whatever sometimes there won't even be a real name and it's the most cowardly thing in the world to go onto somebody's page without your own profile there showing who you are but people do that but even when they do have a picture like very often if you click on their on their page what you'll see is somebody who's very very unhappy in themselves what you'll see is somebody who has a lot of ranting and raving and maybe sharing conspiracy theories or like sharing oh, memes mocking other people or like what what I've come to realize is the reason people do that is because they're so unhappy in themselves. They're trying to get some sense of power or control back by pulling down people who they see that potentially might be doing well. It gives them a feeling of power by having a pop at me and to try and make me feel shit. It makes them feel maybe I don't know maybe gives them a little bit of a dopamine hit in themselves so lesson number eight and again I'm speaking to myself a lot in these lessons today but uh, maybe giving you a little bit of insight into my brain at times lesson number eight is not everyone will like you lesson number nine is stay humble um I try to stay humble guys I try to stay as humble as I can and I have grown a lot as a person but I still think at the core of it I still have a lot of the same values. I still care deeply about people. I try to keep myself as grounded as I can. I still hang around with my childhood friends, like people that I grew up with since I was four years old. Nothing has massively changed in that regard. Um, You know, I actually had a meeting with a financial advisor recently and I'd met him about a year ago as well. And he was coming back to me and said, God, it's absolutely amazing what you're doing and, you know, how far you've come and blah, 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 blah. And even looking at, you know, investments and different things like that. And, you know, he was kind of bigging me up and whatever. And I still get a little bit uncomfortable with that. Um, I don't know what, like, people will say, oh, you're being modest. I'm not. Like, I, I just, I don't see myself as being any different to anybody else. I might be kind of good at business or whatever. I might be good at coaching. But I'm still the same person behind it all. And I just turn around and I say, look, dude, I still wear the same clothes as I did five years ago. You know, I'm not somebody who's out throwing cash around the place or trying to play the the, the big man or anything like that, you know. Um, and I think it's important to stay humble. I really, really do. And 
like never forget why you started in the first place and where you've come from. And I one of one of my driving forces is how low I've been at times, and I never forget that. Like I've spoke many times in public around, you know, when I I, I was turning up to three people in a fitness class. Like that's still there for me. That'll never leave me. I'm not somebody who's going to shut that down and forget about it and go, well, you know what, that's all in the past. I'm way above that now. I'm not way above that now. Like that could be reality for me again tomorrow morning. Like things can change in an instant. So I try to stay as humble as I can and I, I do feel it's important. And I think I, I probably have awareness as well around what 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 am I comfortable with and what I not what am I not comfortable with. One thing actually that's in my mind is Another coach that I knew, he had done really, really well. And in a very short period of time, his business had grown a lot and he had made a lot of money. And I used to be speaking to him and I could see him changing almost week on week. I could see him changing. I could see a lot of arrogance developing. I could see just that he was nearly losing, losing a little bit of touch with reality and even with his clients. And I hadn't spoke to him over the last number of months and that wasn't again anything to do with that it was just that he kind of we, we went our separate ways and you, you know yourself just everybody's busy you maybe don't speak to people as much but I did notice recently that his business has suffered massively and uh, one one thing that I seen actually was he was on social media I think it was abroad and buying like a three thousand dollar bottle of champagne or something and I just felt so deeply uncomfortable with it I just felt like it was very showy or something um, and yeah, I, I kind of, I suppose I have that awareness that that's not what I want. That's not who I want to be. What matters to me is not like $3,000 or euro or whatever bottles of champagne. What matters to me is, am I a good person? Am I spending time with my family? Am I getting results from my clients? Am I bringing the very best of me to the people around me? The simple things in life are what I love. I love getting out for a walk on the beach. I love fresh air. I love training. Like I don't need to be... I don't need to I don't need material things it doesn't like I say yeah it's nice to be able to buy stuff it's nice to have stuff but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's not the important things in life you know um so lesson number nine is is stay humble and the last one is never stop growing number 10 is never stop growing I think that's been a, a constant theme for me not to get comfortable I like to keep challenging myself I like to keep developing I like to keep growing as a person I like to keep growing as a business but that growth is what gives you purpose and I think anybody anybody who's been in this situation will know what I'm speaking about when you lack purpose, but normally it's because you're bored, it's because you're stuck in a rut, it's because you're on a groundhog day, it's because you're not grown. It's the same thing day in, day out, and you need a new sense of purpose. And I've worked with a lot of business owners in recent years, which is another area that I'm developing more at the moment, business owners and senior management. And one of the biggest things that I've actually seen with them is like business was giving them purpose for a long, long time, but because of that, their body was suffering and their health was suffering and they weren't looking after themselves. And a lot of them actually just needed a purpose outside of business. We needed to filter off some of that energy and focus that they put into business and develop that in their in their fitness journey. And then they get outstanding results in that. But they actually needed a purpose and a focus outside of business because it actually just helped manage stress as well. But again, it's it's the growth element as well because a lot of business owners and senior managers they embrace growth they're like myself they're almost addicted to growth and maybe you need that in in other areas not just in one and I feel like for them they're grown as people when they come and work with me they're grown as people the personal development is huge their fitness 
development is huge. They're changing their body and they love that sense of progress because progress is fun. Progress is fun, guys. Never forget that. Progress is fun. If you're feeling like you're stagnating right now, you're probably bored. You're probably not making progress. So progress is fun. Lean into that. Never stop growing. The biggest thing for me is just challenge. I embrace challenge. Like I've come from running a class to three, a fitness class to three people to like over the years, I had a gym. I have done public speaking. I spoke to a crowd of like over a thousand people. Um, I have done, I don't know how many public events at this stage. And now like I've wrote for national newspapers. I've spoken national radio. I've constantly challenged myself to grow. And this is, this is something that I try to lean into. And yes, I'm nervous. And yes, it scares me all the time. But I refuse to back away from it because I know that I need that. And I know that that's what drives me as a person. And it's funny because I actually had a a bit of a challenge back in May. And it was difficult. And it was a work-related thing. And I remember I was actually in the local shop just queuing to pay. And like I was just feeling shit. And in my mind, I was watching the girl at the checkout. Like just handing out change. And I was going, God, love her life. I love that. Just handing out change to people. Saying hello, how was your day? No pressure, no stress. I love that. And then I came away and thought, you know what, I wouldn't love that. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I need challenge. I need growth. And as much as it causes a shit fest at times, and as much as it causes stress at times, I need it. I need that growth. I need that purpose. That's how I'm wired. And that's what gives me fulfillment in life. And I can never change that. And this is why even now, I'm moving towards working very much with business people, senior management. We have a conference coming up at the end of September. I'm going to plug it while I'm here. If you're a business owner, if you are a senior management in an organisation, senior manager in an organisation, um, I'm running a free business conference, in not a business conference, a health and wellness conference for you people, for you business people, you senior managers. It's going to be the Radisson Hotel in Sligo on the 28th of September for 90 minutes. I'm going to be showing you how to get your body in shape, get your health in shape, get your energy in shape while still thriving in your business. This is not going to be like a lot of this shitty, bullshitty, tick the box, corporate wellness stuff that you typically see. It is not that. You guys know me well enough now. I don't I don't pull punches, guys. I give you what you need and I say what I need to say and that's what I'm going to be doing. And the business environment maybe is more used to a more gentle, gentle approach and a tick the box type of thing, which is what goes on in a lot of corporates. That's not what it's going to be. I'm going to give you what you need to move your life and your body forward. So, um, yeah, that's the next challenge for me. And that's what I'm leaning into right now. So I'm just going to read those 10 lessons again. 10 years in business, 10 lessons. You know, one is you never fail unless you quit. Two, most people won't get you and that's okay. Three, to do extraordinary, you have to be extraordinary. Four, the only person who has to believe is you. Five, if you're not prepared to make sacrifices, it's not for you. Six, you're not responsible for other people's behaviours. Seven, you can't budget your way to success. Eight, not everyone will like you. Nine, stay humble. And ten, never stop growing. That's it, guys. Ten years, done and dusted. But before I finish up today, I have to say thank you to all of you guys for your support. It's been incredible. You guys allow me to do what I love. And I'm forever grateful for that. And like, again, I've mentioned the numbers even around the social media following the podcast. As I said, it's about 17,000 downloads at this stage. We've been listened to in pretty much every corner of the world at this stage, which blows my mind. The growth in the US actually has been huge over the last number of months. When I look at the statistics, it's absolutely mad to see. Um, But you're even seeing countries like 
oh god it's 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 everywhere and anywhere it's every corner of the world like i've seen bahrain and oh god it's like it, it blows my mind it absolutely blows my mind but i just want to say thank you to all of you guys for your love and support over the last 10 years whether you have just discovered me in the last week or you've been with me for three years five years ten years i appreciate you from the bottom of my heart and i am forever grateful and I hope I'm giving you something back and I hope you're getting something from the podcast and maybe from the social media content or indeed if you've worked with me more individually. And um, yeah, thank you so much. I'm going to leave it at that for today. I hope that's been helpful and I will speak to you soon.